All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Heart to Heart podcast. This is the 11th episode of the second season. My name is Hafiz, and previously, we have discussed mental strength and emotional intelligence. And this week, we're going to be continuing our quest into physical activity. So without further ado, let's hop right into it. Hey, yo. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) Please don't make this complicated. What about the time we wasted on our love, on our love I can't keep the things we traded Alright, so one of the key takeaways from last week was the importance of actually doing the exercise and not not necessarily focusing on um, a specific plan that'll, um, that's like over the top that'll, end, that'll result in you being inconsistent and not achieving that minimal um, physical exercise that's required, right? So for instance, you know, Instead of aiming for something really extreme uh, and then not end up achieving that and then just quitting altogether, doing something more casual, more fun that you enjoy so that you do get the benefits of physical activity that's needed. All right, so routine physical movement. Science suggests that a non-traditional exercise or physical activity, so anything that gets you moving, provides valuable health benefits. Recent scientific findings indicate that commonplace movement activities such as house cleaning, gardening, and walking have excellent effects on your health, and you can rate them as informal exercise. A little bit of physical activity here and there, repeated throughout the day, is beneficial and has a positive accumulative impact. And that people don't need to work up a sweat during their activities to achieve legitimate health and fitness benefits. So most of us, especially if we live alone, um, have to do a lot of moving around to, to, to get stuff around the house done, right? Um, things like cleaning, cooking, um, just, yeah, decorating, being bored so you get up and walk. There's a whole bunch of things that, you, that, that you, you're just going to end up doing. Um, and I think the fact that those that we have to do by default amount to benefits in health is great. I mean, I think it's just like an added bonus, you know? Um, I think I, I think it's great. I think what Michelle was trying to get across with the entire book is that you don't necessarily need to sweat in order to feel the benefits, in order to obtain the benefits of uh, of physical and of physical health. Really, um, I mean, obviously, it's not to say that you know hopping in the gym and staying consistently working out is not going to provide you with more benefits than um, you know just doing the casual everyday thing. However, um, I think. I think what she's trying to point out here is mainly for those people who maybe want to get into it but don't feel like they're going to be consistent with it or who want to live a healthier lifestyle but don't want to or don't have the time to like, uh, you know, consistently dedicate hours to the gym. Because like part of being fit is not just what you do at the gym, but it's also what you eat. And, um, you know, honestly, there's a bunch of different aspects to it, like your sleep, uh, and, and there's, there's there's a bunch of different things that need to be added together. So at the point that she was trying to get at with this book is that you don't necessarily need to work up a sweat in order to uh, achieve the health benefits that you that ideally someone would get by staying fit. She goes on to say, the MAPS program. Don't throw yourself into yet another intense stop and start exercise program. Instead, try a no strict diet no do it till it burns approach to exercise the maps program the right wise motivate us 
because they are relevant to our daily lives and personally meaningful. I've talked about why this before. I'm going to keep talking about it um, forever because really that's that's like the only thing that's going to keep you going when you don't want to do it, right? If, if you don't have a reason to do something, you're not going to do it. And if your reason is not strong enough, again, you're not going to do it. So you're going to have to make sure that well, those two things are checked. And it's really, really important to have a why. Okay, so the MAPS acronym stands for Meaning, Awareness, Permission, and Strategy. So in this flexible program, you can engage in any physical movement you like and find convenient. MAPS is safe. You won't hurt yourself with sudden, strenuous exercise. MAPS is a planned self-care and health program. You exercise any way you want, when you want, using a movement regimen you enjoy. By replacing the wrong why with your right why, you can transform the meaning of exercise or any self-care behavior from a chore into a gift. And I think that right there is the key. If you, I've talked about this before. Um, I, I think last week, to be honest, where if you if you manage to have fun with the things you don't enjoy, you gotta have fun with life, with everything, with every aspect in life. And I think this is also critical for, for self-care activities because, to be honest, they could get boring. But if you have fun with it and it's not boring to you anymore, then it's not boring anymore. And you enjoy doing it. You find yourself coming back to do it. And then you feel better. And it's this never-ending cycle of great outcomes. <laughs> like, that's it. So that's um, that's great. I like the idea, to be honest, behind this, because for most people, uh, unfortunately, we're really busy with life, with um, plenty of things, some things that we could control, some that we can't, um, especially when it comes to later in life, when we have less control of things and we just have to, like, you know, roll with it and whatnot. Uh, yeah, the staying physically fit could have potentially negative side effects per se. And what I mean by that is basically like you could injure yourself, right? So if you go to the gym five days a week, you, you could injure yourself, right? And that's something that uh, might be might d- deter some people away. Um, getting time, as I said before, is an issue. Not knowing how to do things is also an issue. And just from the idea behind the maps, I, I think I really like it for people who are beginners, who are just, who are just jumping into it, right? You know, they're, they're just starting. Because... I think if you feel comfortable doing something, you're going to do more of it, right? If you feel like, if you feel comfortable, you feel like you're enjoying it, you're going to do more of it and, and willingly you're going to do more of it. Um, and I think uh, that's the whole point of this maps here and I'm all for it. I, let's see, let's see the rest. All right. So let's see. All right. So the four maps motivators work like this. Number one, meaning the foundation of motivation is meaning. A negative chore-based meaning, for example, that you should exercise a certain number of minutes daily, is demotivational. People don't look forward to to, or sustain such such prescribed activities. Instead of being guided by your shoulds, take ownership of your life, identify your daily needs, and let them guide your decisions. Yes, um, I I was told um, when I first entered into a gym that shouldn't work out more than an hour. I was also told 
you should do a minimum of an hour. I've been told a lot of things at the gym. And what I figured out at the end of the day is that, yo, it don't matter. As long as you get that pump, like, it don't matter. So in relation to someone who's just starting to, to stay fit or whatnot, I would say I think it makes sense to mentally set yourself a limit. Because if you don't mentally set yourself a limit, I, I, I don't think we're, you're going to proceed with it. Like, you're going to go, uh, what, like 10 minutes with it max and then find that it's boring and then just not do it anymore, right? So I think setting a mental limit to be like, I have to be tired before I sit down uh, or something like that. You know, goals that are related to how, how, you, how your body reacts to it. I think those are the right goals. Um, and usually those, those have a specific set of time to occur. Especially, especially at the gym, right? Uh, I, I, see, I see a lot of people um, be like, okay, I'm going to do 10 reps of this, four sets. There's nothing wrong with like, having 10 reps and four sets. But if within those 10 reps and four sets, you're not hitting failure, ultimately, you're not going to be growing muscle. And that's, um, that's a huge, huge, huge thing. And that's why I prefer to focus more on um, just working till failure regardless of how many that means or how many that takes because that's the key um, is working till failure that's when that's when you really develop um, the, the, the the muscles and whatnot okay so in contrast meaning that takes a form of a gift to yourself is hugely motivational engaging in fun activities is a present you give yourself you look forward to having a good time this happens for example if you don't regard exercise as mandatory like doing an unpleasant task. I we've I spoke about this too last week. Uh, about um, I'll give another example this time. Let's say you were about to mow your lawn or something like that. You you were in a good mood and you wanted to do it, and then someone tells you to do it. You just don't want to do it anymore. Like it's it's different, right? When when you when you freely do something, right? When you do it because you really want to do it, you enjoy so much more. Like, so much more. You look forward to it. You, It's a good time. And I think the point Michelle is trying to bring here is that you should apply that to exercising as well. You, you should work on having a good time while exercising. Um, the only scenario that I feel... You're going to be able to maximize something when you don't enjoy it is when your why is so big to the point it's bigger than you. Like if it's bigger than you, that's the only scenario when you're going to do so many things that you don't enjoy at all. The meaning you assign to a form of physical activity depends entirely on the why you selected. If you understand the why of something you want to do, the reason you've chosen it, you'll sustain it over the long run. Self-determination theory holds that when you feel a sense of ownership over what you do, you'll embrace it. However, you'd react differently if someone told you that you must do something, which turns it into a should. Yeah, so self-determination, when you, when you start something and you feel responsible for it, you're much more likely to complete it because you're going to be held accountable if you don't do it, right? If you grew up in an environment where you've never been held accountable, it's a different story. Then you're not going to get accountability for any aspect of your life, unfortunately. Um, but if you have been holding held accountable, uh, then you're gonna you're gonna be much much more likely to take ownership of the thing that you're being held accountable for, and 
work on it as much as physically could you know that's usually how it works yeah okay number two awareness without awareness or knowledge can't make you can't make substantial changes in your life self-awareness enables you to make informed judgments about the physical activities that give you pleasure and enhance your health awareness also supplies you with useful insights about which activities will motivate you the most and the least when you're working out let's say at the gym not all forms of working out are the same because like there's dumbbells there's barbells there's there's machines there's uh, resistant bands so there's like different ways there's even body weight right there's a bunch of different ways that you could work out not all of them are the same everyone is going to prefer different ones sometimes they're going to mix and match and and sometimes prefer one for a certain uh, muscle group and another for a different group right and that's completely okay um I, I think i think it's really really important that we identify what it is that we enjoy doing for instance let's i'm gonna use this gym context but you could really use it on anything right um so we're gonna it's really really important to identify what it is that which which machine for instance you prefer using over using a dumbbell right what are some of the side effects to using a machine versus using a dumbbell right like what are which one's more effective there's a lot of things you have to consider but what you need to do is know which one you enjoy and take full advantage of that and just keep using that the one that you enjoy because at the end of the day if you enjoy something you're going to want to do it more straight up in contrast not being aware that is not thinking carefully about what you want to do and why and what the result will be can cause problems with getting enough exercise for example to lose weight people often choose exercises they hate in order to burn the maximum number of calories and achieve the most weight loss however because most people loathe such exercises they do them only briefly and then quit as a result they actually burn fewer calories in the aggregate good point again just simply related to what we were talking about before about how if you don't enjoy doing something you're gonna give up um, you know when they say slow and steady wins the race yeah that's true it's, it's actually true like the, the only time that's not the case is if someone has a crazy why again that takes over them that's the only scenario where you know they could go much faster and continually go forever um, that's the only instance though uh, otherwise yeah because um, i know we've all experienced this where we start something um because we we, we love the end product we, re we desperately want that end product but we we don't get it because well it takes a lot of hard work and consistency that we were not mentally prepared for so yeah all right, so burning a large number of calories with high-intensity exercise makes sense if your goal is short-term. But losing weight and staying well should be lifelong goals. Armed with awareness and the insights you derive from it, you can make intelligent activity choices. Yeah, um, things that are longer. Again, if something is to be extended over a longer period of time, um, yeah, you might have to, like, tone it down a little bit so you don't burn out it's another thing um because if you if you burn out well i mean i guess there's nothing wrong with occasionally taking a break after a burnout but ideally um you could be more effective by 
functioning at 60% capacity every day and then taking by consistently doing 60% every single day rather than doing what like 120% for for like three out of the seven days um, and it might even be longer because sometimes if you go over 100% you know you might you might need a longer rest than that because of how much you've pushed yourself right Okay, so awareness enables people to substitute the right whys for the wrong whys. The wrong whys often have to do with shoulds and musts. The right whys spring from positive emotions. The right physical activity for you can be a magic one that makes you feel great. It builds energy, it improves your mood, and it makes you want to keep moving. To sustain regular daily movement, engage in physical activities that are right for you for the right reasons. Yep, I like that. Two aspects. Two aspects to it. The reasoning and being a good fit. Again, there are so many different so many different exercises, so many different um, muscle groups to work on, or, or muscles muscles specifically, when we dive deeper into it. To, to to work on. You can't I don't think you can't really you can't do everything every day, right? Um, but what you could do though is identify the ones that you enjoy and or need the most. Alright. Um, and find the reasoning as to why you enjoy it or why you need it the most and then find the exercises that are right for you to achieve that and then run with it um as she said the key is that you feel great about it builds energy and improves your mood your mood and it keeps you moving so as long as those boxes are checked you get to go but you're good to go from there on. All right, number three, permission. How would your life and emotions change if you gave yourself permission to make caring for yourself a priority and to make time for enjoyable movement? For many people, this goes against the grain. They act as if their lives aren't their own. They devote their time to the benefit of other people, their children, spouses, relatives, and friends, and their work. They have no time for fun. To gain that time, give yourself permission to make yourself a priority. If you sacrifice your time for other people, also allow yourself to take care of your own life and to, pro and to a portion part of your time for enjoyable movement. Give yourself the gift of some of your limited valuable time. Okay. Um, okay, here's what I'll say about that. Kids are a different story. I would not bundle kids with this um, specifically the younger they are the more they need kids are responsible too. kids are I, i'm not going to include them in this conversation but the rest so your spouses your relatives and your friends i'm going to be honest ideally we should be doing it with them or alongside them but like ideally both of them should be making time for that because of how important it is Right, even if it's some of the time they're spending together, whatever it is that needs to be done, I personally believe that everyone should be making time for the important things in life. And staying physically active is important. It is important. And definitely, there's. I feel like with a lot of people, um, what tends to happen when when you start, you know, working on yourself and whatnot is guilt. Start feeling bad. 
you feel kind of distant from them per se you know you feel like you're not giving them what you feel you should be giving them and whatnot um, and that's justifiable but remember the best you that you could give them is when you're at your best so finding that balance is critical right so if you're able to take care of yourself you're going to be able to do more with them so keep that in mind many people hesitate to prioritize self-care because of certain social messages that carry enormous weight. Messages saying that you must be a good provider or a good parent can crowd out everything else. In particular, they influence people who want to devote some of their time to fun physical activities, but find that the urge to play conflicts with the imperative to be selfless. So yeah, those are two different things. Again, um, self-care is very important. The only thing I'll say again is with kids, those are your priority. Again, I saw the kids are always a priority. With that being said, um, I, I do I do think that I, I really really do think that should be a, you should be making time in your day at least for a little bit of physical activity at least at least at least a little bit. Okay, so this is such a common problem that is that has a name caretakerits. If you suffer from caretakerage, try to shift your mindset. Make self-care behavior an essential part of your day. Setting time aside for physical activity can make or break your health. And when your health suffers, you can't take care of anyone else or yourself. You'll be a better spouse, parent, and colleague if you are healthy. I completely agree with that. I exactly. Um, as long as, again, so make time. Like It, it needs to be. Like, you need to make time for self-care. It's critical. I think just to, um, I don't know, just touch up on the point that I made earlier, you know, about saying children are priority and whatnot, um, I definitely agree. I still stand by, I stand by my statement. However, um, I think we need to we need to find a way to, to do them both at the same time. And I'm, I'd like to think it's, I'm pretty, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Um, so yeah, I think I think we need to we need to find a way to do them both, um, because again, um, if you are not staying physically healthy, then you won't be able to, or it's going to be a struggle to help other people, and then you're going to find that they're going to have to take care of you at some point instead of it being the other way around. Okay, making time for yourself brings an important personal statement to life. You are in charge of what you do and the ultimate gatekeeper of your life. Prioritizing yourself may run counter to your instincts, but your well-being depends on it. If you don't believe you deserve self-care, pretend that you do. It, yeah. Okay, I, I like this. It's actually, okay, I like that. If you don't believe that you deserve self-care, pretend that you do. If, okay, first of all, if you don't believe that you deserve self-care, um, then all I'm hearing is you don't believe other people deserve the best you. And I don't think that's what you were trying to say when you say that. I really don't think so. Um, it's really, really important that you're able to take care of yourself so that other people could get a good you, a you that you want to show other people. You know, the one that's, um, the one that's feeling good, the one that's in a good mood, the one that's, excited the one that's ready to tackle the day you know 
Um, everyone wants to be around that person. Um, you want to be around that person. Literally everyone, especially you. That's when you love yourself most. Is when you feel good about yourself, and that's how you feel good about yourself by taking care of yourself. So don't ever underestimate self care and the importance of it. Make sure, make sure you're constantly taking care of yourself. Okay, number four strategy. Life often intrudes on your most resolute plans to stay physically active. That's why you need to carefully. That's why you need carefully crafted, well reasoned strategies for dealing with inevitable interruptions to and interruptions of your movement plans. Apply these strategies. Plan the weekly logistics. List the fun physical activities that provide you with the health benefits you want. Be specific. Schedule when you will do them. Number two, confront challenges, not roadblocks. Try to regard difficulties as challenges, not as impediments. I like that. Number three, brings friends and family. Brings. Number three, bring friends and family on board. The changes you make in your life affect the people around you. Prepare them for what's new in your life, and as a result, in their lives as well. Enlist your support. One thing I'll caution with regards to that is, if your friends or families are not someone who who's gonna do it, like you just know, regardless, they're not gonna do it. What I find tends to happen is that if you rely on them to do it, so you rely on like the both of you to do it, and one of y'all doesn't do it, the other person is gonna be demotivated, and eventually he's gonna have to go back solo. If you manage to consistently, um, or if the other person is someone who can stay consistent, then by all means, it's always good to have a partner, you know, to, to work out with and things along the lines of that. But um, also be prepared. Be prepared to, to go solo. Definitely be prepared. Um, and also to the previous point about confronting challenges, not roadblocks. Yeah, uh, everything is, you could find a workaround for everything. There, there's straight up a workaround for everything. Um, so, I think if you see a ch- if you have a challenge, right? You see a challenge, and the first thing that you think is this is the end of the road. Yeah, it's not. It's not unless you make it. So please don't make it. Thank you. All right. Um, be flexible and improvise. What if you plan to go to the gym right after work, but your boss keeps you? Uh, in the office an extra 20 minutes, cutting into your scheduled 40-minute workout time. Have a solution ready, such as taking a 20-minute walk tonight and going to the gym tomorrow. Backup plans. Um, I like that. I think backup plans are needed. I think they're so needed because we're not always going to have things the way we want. And if we if we uh, fold after not being able to achieve our number one um, planned outcome, we need to work on that because it's it's not good. You, you need to be able to find alternatives that might be slightly disappointing and might not be what you initially wanted, but one that you could be like, hey, at least I did something, you know? At least I did something. I think that's that, that's that's what's critical right there, is making sure that there's, there's something else. Making sure they get one bit of it in over everything else. All right, listen to your body's message. Sometimes your body will tell you not to do anything physical at all. If so, pay attention. What matters is that you, not someone else or external circumstances, determine whether you will be physically active. Yeah, if you are injured, 
please don't um, work out that part because uh, unless it's um, rehab, unless it's rehab, don't don't do it. Don't hurt yourself. Um, you can make things worse. I'm telling you from experience, just don't. If you're feeling pain somewhere, do not continue working out. Just stop right there. It's enough for the day. Um, get it checked out. If not, wait a couple of days till things feel better, and then continue from there. Because otherwise, you could easily get injured for a long run like it could be a long-term injury that'll mess with you more than anything it'll mentally mess with your head you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to watch yourself um deteriorate in terms of the the growth and the progress that you've made right in front of your eyes and you can't do anything about it there's not many things that suck worse than that so um make sure to, to when when you start feeling slight pain stop it right there before it gets too far Okay, evaluate and recalibrate with compassionate non-judgment. Don't judge yourself if you fail to stick to your activity schedule. Be compassionate to yourself and to others. I, I like this, but only to a certain degree. I'm going to be honest. Because, like, yes, we don't want to be too harsh on ourselves. But if we're not holding, if we're not holding ourselves accountable, we're not going to, we're not going to achieve it. We need to hold ourselves accountable. Um, yeah, we need to. As long as, again, as long as we get something in per day that we were supposed to do it, like assuming, let's assume the schedule suggests that we're supposed to work out every day. As long as we get something in every day, then that's okay. But um, if you end up not doing anything for a couple of days and just be like, nah, I shouldn't be judging, but it doesn't mess up. No, you've got to, you've got to put yourself back on track because otherwise you're not going back at all. You're going to stick to your old ways um so don't be too harsh on yourself but make sure you are achieving the the basics the bare minimums you know make sure you're, you're doing that all right so she closes off the book by saying start moving so opportunities for enjoyable physical movement are everywhere the map system is easy to implement just find a fun physical activity that gets your body moving and begin at your own pace for a period of time that works best for you Seeing your map's movement as legitimate exercise may require a change in your thinking about what working out involves. You may believe that working out meant sweating at the gym or the track. Doing yoga is a workout, so is cleaning the house, riding your bike, or walking in the park. The beauty of the map's system is that you'll choose the movement activities you enjoy doing, which means you will most, you will most likely continue to do them because what sustains us, they sustain. I love that. I love that. What sustains us, we sustain. Just a quick reminder of what MAPS stands for. Um, so it stands for meaning, awareness, permission, and strategy. Um, you got to have a meaning behind it. Your meaning is what's going to provide you with motivation. Um, awareness, you got to you gotta understand. You got you to gotta understand yourself. You got to be aware of yourself and the exercises and things along the lines of that and then permission you gotta you gotta give yourself permission to do you gotta understand that self is critical it's a really really important part of it and that you should not be running away from it and strategy you gotta have a way of doing it you know you gotta create your schedule identify workarounds when needed and so on so forth thank you so much for listening 
that'll be the end of this episode. And I will talk to you all later.